Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And listen, we have got to talk about it's the economy, stupid. And this time we got stupid people trying to run the economy. We've talked about that some in our past shows. We've had a show about it. But I've just had to, this week in perspective and, and, and just what's going on since uh, the inauguration of joe biden and we had an economy that was hurt because of covid but it was well on its way back well on its way back and the injections had started the vaccinations had started under president trump and where is the nobel prize for president trump how many millions of lives has he saved because of warp speed operation warp speed I don't care how much President Biden and Vice President Harris can't stand President Trump. They should at least acknowledge warp speed saved millions of lives. And they ought to thank the president. They ought to thank President Trump. And I'm thanking him right now. Thank you, President Trump, for doing warp speed and getting a vaccine into the uh, arms of Americans so that we can get back to more normal business and get business going. And that's the why it's the economy, stupid. Because we got people who for years have said, we need what? <laughs> the socialist, the communist, they want a uniform basic income allowance. A uniform allowance. It's sort of like playing Monopoly. Every time you go around gold, collect $200. Well, they want people to sustain a lifestyle without having to work and we see it happening it's not uh it's not what we like to see when there's places you can go to denver now go down the the uh what what they call the mile in a mile high city you can go down the street and and everybody's got their uh they got their weed <laughs> they're smoking their marijuana and then somebody feeds them for lunch, somebody feeds them for dinner, and then go to McDonald's and other places in the morning. And, and you know, they pretty much stay high all day and get their needs met. Now, the homeless, and that's, that's not what the American dream is. And neither is a uniform basic income or a uniform basic allowance. It's not the American dream. You have to work for it. Not everybody has got uh, equal abilities and talents. We know that. But you can put things together, and that's what makes capitalism work. Is it perfect? No. But you have to. Who, who enjoys their cell phone? 
where it would never have gotten made in a socialist country. It's because Steve Jobs had a dream. Other people had a dream. And they wanted to confine and put a computer in something you could put in your pocket. And everybody thought they were crazy. And they got it done by pushing and innovating and trying and planning and failing and coming back to make it better. And that's why capitalism works and socialism doesn't. And that's what today's show, we're going to talk about that and what's going on and why the economy is going in the wrong direction by the numbers that we came out uh, in May from, from we heard these, the numbers. And in fact, let me just, uh, there's a funny thing I ended up last week's show on talking about one, one of President Biden's economic uh, counselors or whatever and she came up and and uh, had an excuse, but the numbers were shocking when they came in. Uh, CNBC, we got a clip from CNBC. Let me play that in just a moment. Before we do, let me tell you, on the show, we're also going to uh, talk a little bit about uh, our next week's show, because next week we're going to have on Alan Dershowitz. Don't want you to miss that. Doc Holliday interviews Alan Dershowitz, and we've had shows about uh, freedom of speech how it's being uh is fading away is vanishing so we're going to ask alan dershowitz about that the great lawyer that uh from harvard that i've seen him throughout my life over the decades and he has stayed strong he's always been a liberal but he stayed strong to the constitution and he defends the constitution so we got some questions we're going to ask him about and you don't want to miss next week's show and it'll be coming up a Memorial Day week, so uh, you don't want to miss Alan Dershowitz, and and uh, we'll have him right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Also, letting you know that in the next couple of weeks, I will be taking some time and going to California, not flying. I'm actually going to drive across the country, go and see some things going on for what's going on in Southern California. You hear all these things, so we'll give you some uh front line uh, what's going on in california the recall of the governor newsom there and so doc holiday's rock splitting co- politics will be heading to southern california i'll give you some updates of what's going on there in that uh that state that everybody thinks that's what joe biden wants every all the states in america to be like california <laughs> uh, let's hope not Let's hope not. For all the great people in California, you know, is there hope? Yes, there's hope even for California. And I I can't tell you how it's going to come about, but the conservatives and the uh, moderates and the everybody that's anti-socialist has got to get together. California, show us how to do it. I'm going out there and see if we can figure it out. But that's coming up. So you've got a lot to look forward to right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics here in the next few weeks. And I just wanted to say right now, I know you're like me. I miss something. I never did get to hear all three hours of Rush Limbaugh very much. At lunchtime, man, I love to eat lunch, have a sandwich. And sometimes I get out a little early for lunch sometimes i had to work through a lot of lunches 
and didn't have maybe 20 minutes to eat a sandwich. But I would find the radio and hear Rush Limbaugh. He never did want to be on XM radio or where you go across. You had to find a station nearby if you're traveling and I, and or, or get him through the Internet on a station. And I miss him. Wow. It, there's a part in my heart and my soul that just is lonely without knowing I can. I'll hear Rush Limbaugh, what he has to say, what he's thinking about a subject. How's he gonna how's he gonna describe this? And he was so spot on for all those years. And truly, truly a friend of America has grown silent, except for the reruns and uh, I think uh the uh excellence in broadcasting, the EIB uh, microphone they were replaying some things over time and yes it's good to hear his voice but I miss him I know you do and America does and what does he want us to do not put our heads down our general has gone on to the promised land but that doesn't mean we don't have leadership that doesn't mean we are to run around divided it means we are to grab everybody together that's anti-socialist and work hard for the future of America, for the good of America, for our children and grandchildren. And that's how Rush wanted us. He left us so we can carry on. He knew he had so much time here on earth, and he told us. And he stayed in the, with the microphone up almost to the day he died, every time he could. With a positive voice, he wants us to be positive, and he wants us to get going, and let's make America not only great again, but the, let's make America the best it's ever been. Let's, let's pledge to do that. Now, what about this? I, let, let's play. When the non economic numbers came out, CNBC, uh, let's just play a clip from that. that. The May unemployment numbers coming out the first Friday in May. Let's take a listen. The number. Uh, wow, it just came across. Give me a second here. Uh, we have the number here. Just came across. Ah. Sorry about that. It came across very quickly here. It looks like 266,000. It looks like it was a big disappointment at 266. But maybe I have that wrong. Let me double check the Bureau website here. Uh, one second. Uh, yes, 266 is correct. Unemployment change, little change is 6.1%. So we have some issues here. 266,000. Uh, unemployed. Big revision. Yes, that's what I'm... Last month, 770 versus 916. Yes, uh, minus 78,000 on the revision. If we look at manufacturing, change in private payrolls, it was only 218,000. Uh, manufacturing minus 18,000. The unemployment rate went up to 6.1. Average hourly earnings rocketing up seven tenths. Year over year up three tenths on earnings. And uh, average work week strong, 35. And here we go, 61.7 on the uh, labor force partition, uh, participation rate. Well, I believe they freaked out a little bit on CNBC. 
and you saw you heard rick centelli he's the guy that kicked it in there toward the end talking about the numbers rick centelli is the one back in 2009 early on in the presidency of barack obama said we we're gonna have to have a tea party and he cranked up a movement unlike anything we'd seen in america until donald trump came along and i'll tell you Rick Santelli was shouting off those numbers. Work participation rate, 61.7. Sad. Sad. And we've talked about that. Don't look at the unemployment rate as much as that worker participation rate. Oh, wow. Could we ever get it back to 65 or so? But 61.7 is sad. We'll talk about that in a minute. But the, the White House economic advisor, Cecilia Rouse, this is what she had to say. Before all adults became eligible for the, you know, for a vaccination. That was week before. And then we know it takes five to six weeks for people to become, if they get the Pfizer or Moderna, become fully vaccinated. Um, it was also, um, it was, you know, getting into the details. Um, it was, I think, Easter happened in March this year. Uh, the seasonal adjustments are a little funny within the BLS report. <laughs> Is talking about scrambling to get the egg off your face after such horrible numbers. <laughs> Cecilia Rouse, the White House economic advisor, was saying, well, we had Easter in March this year. A pack of lies. We got a president who lies. And so why, why, why wouldn't the White House economic advisor think, oh, people don't remember Easter. Who cares about Easter? It was in March this year. No, it was in April. It was in April. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, these economic advisors that the president's using. No wonder unemployment is going up. No wonder. And we, wow, we got to kick into that. But first, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. And we're glad to have everybody. We got new listeners around the country. We got more and more people listening because they are fed up with a president. And some people voted for Joe Biden and they're having regrets now because they got to live in the world that that he 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 is he putting it together, tearing it apart. It's falling apart. It's just falling apart. Uh what 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 were you people thinking who voted for Joe Biden when you knew you could look at him? He's not as sharp as he once was. Somebody somebody should have said something in the media. They they treated him like a baby, and now we got a president who needs to be rocked to sleep, and it makes you question who is running the show. Who is the president of the United States? Oh, please. No, don't don't tell me it's Vice President Harris. No, no, she doesn't have a clue. It is not her. Somebody else is running this country. And can Joe Biden even sign his name? Have, have we seen him signing his name? So, well, <laughs> let's, let's just say this. Uh... We're about to get dig more in the details of this economy, and and we last week I got going and our show ended up and I didn't get to the 
crypto corner so we we're going to talk a little bit about the crypto corner and currencies cryptocurrencies because it's part of the new economy that may be saving the goose of joe biden for a little while i don't know we'll have to wait and see but let me remind you we have a book out called bedrock truce and you can get that book by going to www.docholiday.org holiday of two l's in it and we'd love to get that get you that book we got some other books there from the past if you want to order any of those we would love to get those out to you but uh bedrock truce written by dr ed holiday dr alveda king and dr alex mcfarland uh so we're about to get, kick off the second half and take a listen to this when you're weary feeling small when tears are in your eyes when you need a bridge over troubled water where is donald trump <laughs> where is he Man, do we ever need him back in the White House? And some people, I know Liz Cheney didn't like and doesn't like uh, President Trump. I know there's people in the Republican Party who do not like President Trump. But the American people who liked filling up their gas tank, they love Donald Trump. Even the people who voted for Joe Biden who had to wait in line and there weren't gas in a lot of stations last week, well, in their mind, they're thinking Trump knew how to run a country. He did. He does. His mouth, he runs it a little too much. It's got him in trouble. But I will say that Donald Trump knew how to run the country, get the economy running on all engines. He knew. He knew how. And now we, it's uh, this, this whole economy it's just really, it's, it's, it's scary that it could be a house of cards. And what do I mean by that? Well, go back what we talked about. Uniform basic allowance, uniform income allowance, or basic uniform income. The socialists have called it all kind of things. The Marxists have always called it what they wanted to. You, you work hard and, and uh, we'll tell you what you make. But... <laughs> how can the young people go for this because they've been it's been hammered into them and and from first grade to 12th grade and you get into colleges it's just a super uh just super ingrained so what do we need to do how do we educate people well one of the things is one of the silver linings in this bad economy that we're getting into right now is this we have already now we can say we have tried out the uniform basic income allowance people have been able to get uh, federal unemployment benefits on top of what uh, the state benefits for unemployment is and 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 the new act that the democrats passed will push it all the way into september so basically we see what happens when people have money and they don't have to work you see it in your city in my city in my state in your state 
Look at the fast food restaurants. Look at all restaurants. Look at the small businesses. Look at construction workers. Look at so many, many hardworking jobs. They can't find workers. There are factory CEOs and presidents who are begging for workers. There are people, I told you last week, where a McDonald's is offering people $50 just to come in for an interview. My daughter is 16, and she has got a job at a restaurant and making sandwiches, and, and they need more. She's had to be off some. We're afraid, well, I hope she doesn't lose her job because she had to ask off. But they're letting her off because she's coming back. I'm just telling you that we are already, we have tried the uniform basic income allowance. It does not work in an economy because if people don't have to work, a lot of them are not going to work. Not the whole workforce. We're not saying that. But there's a large portion of people who just don't want to work if they can get money coming in for nothing. And where are the good jobs? What happens is if you got people who are not taking care of the restaurants, they're not taking care of the hotels, hotels are trying to open wide back up but many of them still, you, you go in, if you're going to be in there three or four days, you don't get your bed made. You don't get anybody to come in and clean. You have to go by and get some towels. You know, it's not the America we are used to. And for COVID, for a time, everybody knew that, put up with it. But when you can't get workers, <laughs> well, the economy suffers. And you say, well, they're getting the unemployment check. They're spending money in the economy. It's a sick economy. It's an unhealthy economy. Why? Because there's shortages of different things. Lumber's gone up three times what it was. But if you get the lumber, you get the bricks, you get if you got to find the workers. And they finally get that, then what if you need garage doors? Had a neighbor is building a new house. Well, the garage doors they wanted, there's a seven-month waiting period. Seven months. So there's spots in the economy. Just like I said, if you want a Yukon now, if you want a, a Suburban, you, you won't find one. They can't make them. There's a shortage of different parts in the auto industry. So the economy is not, it's not a healthy economy. Because you can't get the new cars. The used cars are going up. Who does it hurt? It hurts the poorest of the Americans. It hurts the, the, those who are in poverty when they need something. And used cars are going up, up, up. And I told you a couple weeks ago on the show, new, there are used cars that cost more than new cars. And you say, who would buy who would pay more money for a used car than a new car? Well, <laughs> I, I thought it was crazy too, but you look into it. Sometimes they, they may give a 100,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty for a used car where a new car might get 50,000 miles. So what would you rather have, a bumper-to-bumper -bumper cover, 
coverage for a hundred thousand on when it's got five thousand miles on it or you want an all new car for fifty thousand now that's not exactly i'm just but that is the reason why people are buying they're paying more for a used car in some instances when it's got low mileage than they would for a new car crazy economy that's what i'm talking about it's not healthy because you when you can't get certain parts because factories can't turn them out fast enough why because they can't get enough workers it's an unhealthy economy and you got to get started on talking about school teachers in some places well the unions don't want them to go back in the classroom and and parents after now we're going on you know a full year going on two years starting to be starting a second year of uh, of, of students being at home you talk about the these high price colleges with tuition going 20 and thirty thousand dollars some of them fifty thousand and more for a semester hundred thousand for a year in some of these private schools and they're doing zoom zoom classes you're paying a hundred thousand dollars for your for your son or daughter to take zoom classes at a prestigious school people are getting tired of this and that's why the economy is sick now where does it go well you look at the stock market has hit its all-time highs the nasdaq and a lot of the uh, so-called tech companies have taken a fall since february are they going to come back up well they may because money's being flushed into the system it's being flushed i hope everything doesn't get flushed out but gold usually as as a government prints more and more money as our government go our government goes more in the debt and the democrats can it seems like we in one year we spent more on the equivalent more in one year than we did on the entire world war ii to try to stabilize our economy the covid the way it hit but then on top of that joe biden and democrats are wanting to double the borrowing it's like putting cement blocks on our children and grandchildren and children yet born to say oh we're going to leave you some cement blocks see if how strong that makes you see if you can swim upstream with these cement blocks on or the debt load that we're giving them how can you hate the future how can you hate your children and grandchildren put cement blocks on their feet and say now go go get this economy going it doesn't work that way who can think ahead what about that part that uh, verse in america says for patriots dreams who see beyond the years we're not we don't have any patriots dreaming now not in the white house not in the democratic party they've ta- been taken over by socialists now, is every democrat a socialist absolutely not but they're socialists pushing the democratic agenda and behind the socialists there are marxists who won't to take over america they want revolution they want to say let's start at year zero everything else is balderdash it's not it's never happened don't study it and forget about it because we want to start at year zero we are the communist of america 
And guess what? They're getting more and more power. But we talked about the stock market. What is it going to do? Well, we got, I told you, we got an unhealthy economy when you got a lot of places that can't put out the supplies we need to get things in the right manner and in a timely way. So with all the money, I, I expect the stock market this summer maybe do pretty well. We'll see. But it doesn't mean it's healthy. But usually when I get back to what I'm going to tell you, usually when the government prints more and more money, gold goes up because they know inflation's going up. Guess what? The stock market was spooked last week because inflation showed like a 4% rise in a month, which is uh, it's scary. And then, and then we had the, the gas scare with the Colonial Pipeline being shut down. And, and gas shortages, and everybody's thinking, Jimmy Carter 2.0. But usually gold goes up, and gold really hasn't gone up much. So does that mean more money's going into cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin? You had Elon Musk and his company, Tesla, who Motors, who uh, they, they bought a bunch of Bitcoin like other companies have to say this is going to be uh, like buying gold. Fight inflation, and and then so what is and we've had different people on talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, but that's where we don't know about this economy. If the stock market was to go down, would people because we're printing so much money would they buy cryptocurrencies because they feel like it'll be an inflation hedge? This is the part when we say we've we're in, entering into an economy we've never had before. And nobody quite knows what to make of it. Because gold's not going up. Silver's not going up. Bumping up a little. But it's not what everybody thought it would do when we started printing the printing presses on making all this, borrowing all this money with the Federal Reserve pumping it in. And then cryptocurrencies have gone up. Bitcoin and, and these altcoins. So let me just end up saying crypto... The crypto corner statement is look at what is going on in the cryptocurrency market. Overall, they're going up. They go up and down quickly, much more so than stocks quickly and go down quickly. But there's new coins out there. They're being made. Now, some of them we talked about don't have a big purpose. But some of them are made that actually are being built into this new financial system that we are seeing. It's coming. And it's going to be a part of America that we've really hadn't thought through. But it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's like anything. You can get too much of it and not work in the right place. But overall, the technology is going to bring some good things about. We'll... we'll uh, I'll tell you about that on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics as we have time each week. But I want you to remember, like I said, conservatives need not fear the new economy. They need to know it and they need to understand how it makes capitalism in America the best it's ever been. But we can't let people and companies like Facebook or Twitter corner the whole market. We can't. So you need to know about it. Keep listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Next week, we got 
Alan Dershowitz right here. We'll interview him. Doc Holliday's Rock Split and Politics. See you then. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.